Chapter 41 of Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pamela Krantz. Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them by Harrowood Carrington. Chapter 41 Advanced Studies. The subject matter and advice contained in the present chapter is advanced only for those who have carefully read through and practiced the preceding chapters of this book. Those who have not done so are strongly advised not to undertake some of the experiments herein described unless they have carefully carried out the instructions contained in the earlier chapters, and particularly the warnings herein given. These advanced studies are suitable only for those students who have succeeded in attaining a certain mastery of the inner self, and who have developed a certain amount of psychic force or power which is under their own control. In a certain sense they may be considered more or less dangerous, but they are not so to one who has progressed sufficiently to be in a position to follow them. Progress is necessary in psychic development as in every other field of endeavor, and those who have gone thus far should try to advance their powers and faculties yet another step forward into that vast and mystic beyond which encircles us on every side, not only in the life to come, but here and now. Cultivating the Sixth Sense The first thing for the student to do is to cultivate, as far as possible, his sixth sense already mentioned briefly in chapter 19, devoted to the cultivation of sensitiveness. This sixth sense is a general feeling of awareness of surrounding powers and entities, a knowledge which is not dependent on any of the five senses. Some of the preliminary exercises for cultivating this sense have already been given, and we shall now proceed to give a few more, leading the student yet further along the path to self-realization and power. He should first of all begin with deep breathing exercises, accompanied by certain psychical processes and practices. The process of taking the complete breath has already been described in Chapter 6, and while the student is in the relaxed condition previously mentioned, he should concentrate his mind and carry out the following psychic formula. Psychic Breathing Exercises Breathe Rhythmically until the rhythm is perfectly established, then, inhaling and exhaling, form the mental image of the breath being drawn up through the bones of the legs, and then forced out through them, then through the bones of the arms, then the top of the skull, then through the stomach, then through the reproductive region, then as if it were traveling upward and downward along the spinal column and then as if the breath were being inhaled and exhaled through every pore of the skin, the whole body being filled with prana, vital energy or life, and breathing rhythmically send the current or prana to the seven vital centers in turn, as follows, using the same mental picture as in the previous exercises. First to the very end of the spinal cord, second to the reproductive region, next to the center of the abdomen, next to the solar plexus, then to the heart, then to the throat, then to a spot between the eyes, low down on the forehead, finally to a spot at the very top of the brain. 
finish by sweeping the current of prana to and fro from head to foot several times how to awaken the chakras or seven vital centers these seven vital centers in the body are known as chakras and have very great interest and importance in all higher psychic development and in all occult practice it is upon the awakening of these seven centers in fact that all the higher clairvoyance and psychical faculties depend they are supposed to be the links of connection between the physical and the astral bodies and if they are not awakened in precisely the right order and in the right manner grave difficulties may result while on the other hand if they are awakened correctly the student who has done so is instantly gifted with extraordinary clairvoyant and higher psychical faculties enabling him not only to see the past and the future but also all those spiritual beings who are constantly around him the thoughts and emotions of others pictures of their past lives etc in other words much depends upon the awakening of these centers in eastern philosophy they are symbolized as lotus flowers and the highest and last in the brain is called the thousand and one petaled lotus importance of awakening in the right order the vital energy which passes upward through these centers is symbolized as a fiery serpent which in passing upward animates each in turn and wakes them into activity and it is highly important that this current of energy should pass through each center in the right order as before said the sensation of warmth and a faint prickling as of pins and needles is felt at the moment of awakening each of these centers in sanskrit the word kundalini literally meaning the coiled up is employed this serpent when fully aroused and activated leads not only to the awakening of the higher psychical faculties before mentioned but also to others of a still more startling character swami vivekananda in his lectures on raja yoga page ninety one gives the following psychical exercises which should be practiced in connection with this psychical unfoldment and development the sacred word om and meditation sit straight and look at the tip of your nose by controlling the two optic nerves one advances a long way towards the control of the arc of reaction and so to the control of the will imagine a lotus upon the top of the head several inches up and virtue as its center the stalk as knowledge the eight petals of the lotus are the eight powers of the yogi inside the stamens and pistils are renunciation inside of the lotus think of the golden one the almighty the intangible he whose name is om the inexpressible surrounded with effulgent light meditate on that think of a space in your heart and in the midst of that space think that a flame is burning think of that flame in your own soul and inside that flame in another space effulgent and that is the soul of your soul god meditate on that in the heart he who has given up all attachment all fear and all anger he who has taken refuge in the lord whose heart has become purified with whatsoever desire he comes to the lord he will grant that to him internal or spiritual respiration 
another valuable practice in connection with breathing is that which is known as internal or spiritual respiration the idea is based upon the belief that in addition to our physical lungs there are also spiritual lungs and that just as the physical lungs receive energy and are purified by the air we breathe so also are the spiritual lungs energized and filled by the power of spirit when accompanied by suitable psychical and mental processes the power of the word om so often repeated in eastern philosophy may be perceived faintly by anyone pronouncing the word slowly several times in succession when it will be seen that it has a peculiar psychical effect upon the individual and that it sets up remarkable rhythmic vibrations throughout the whole being which become more and more noticeable as the word is repeated this is the most holy word of the vedas or sacred books of the east and its symbolic meaning is the supreme being the ocean of knowledge or bliss absolute seeing with any part of the body one other valuable exercise which should be practiced is that of seeing or endeavoring to see with any part of the body as though eyes were situated at any point upon which you concentrate your forces and that you were actually looking outward from that point this power has been cultivated to an extraordinary extent by some of the eastern adepts and is recorded as happening spontaneously now and then even now in the east the power is cultivated by an effort of attention coupled by will and should be preceded by the practice of traveling around the body in thought mentioned before in this book and then holding yourself consciously on one particular point in your circuit of the body and concentrating yourself on that point at this stage of your development you may begin to practice an exercise which would be of great benefit not only to yourself but to others also after you have fallen asleep and the astral body is thereby loosened from the physical body you should learn to make use of this astral body during the hours of sleep and send it on journeys to help those who may be in need of this help you may after a certain amount of effort thus project the astral body and cause it to retain full self-consciousness when this has been acquired this projected body can assist those who have recently died comforting and consoling them and can carry messages from such a person to those still living it can assist those in danger and help along humanity in a thousand different ways when you have learned to project your astral body in this manner during sleep you are known as one of the invisible helpers and many persons are said to make it a business to perform at least one good action every night during sleep the development of cosmic consciousness two remarkable psychical manifestations will result from these spiritual practices if correctly and carefully performed the first is the enlargement of the self until it attains a vast area so to speak which has been called cosmic consciousness by those who have experienced it this consciousness is a step higher than human consciousness just as the human is a step higher than the animal and enables us to perceive truth and spiritual reality behind the universe in addition to stimulating remarkable psychic powers such realities as the fourth dimension which are usually quite incapable of being appreciated by our finite senses 
are said to be clear and intelligible to those who possess cosmic consciousness and the connection between spirit and matter is also clear to them power over animate and inanimate matter the second remarkable development from the awakening of these higher spiritual faculties will be the greater power you possess over animate and inanimate nature you will find that you exert a peculiar influence over all animals with whom you come into contact and that they not only know and understand you but if the animals are wild they will not harm you in any way it is stated that many of the yogis of india can walk uninjured through dense jungles filled with tigers and venomous snakes these facts throw a new and interesting light upon the account of daniel in the den of lions doubtless all the biblical narratives of this kind can be rationally accounted for when we have acquired sufficient knowledge of psychic and spiritual science even the case of the three men who were cast into the fiery furnace and escaped uninjured several mediums have done the same thing on a small scale sir william crookes has reported that he has seen the medium d d holm extract red-hot coals from the fire and hold them in his hands without injury similarly the magicians or witch-doctors of many of the savage tribes can walk over glowing coals or red-hot embers without being burned after they have undergone certain religious rites and preparations in addition to this you will have increased power over inorganic matter so that you can move objects without contact with comparative ease and cause phenomenal changes to take place in those objects you will find that you have in an almost perfect degree the power of self-projection that you can leave your body and enter the astral plane at will exploring it and observing its denizens creation by the power of will finally you will be able actually to create by the power of your thought forms and objects which are external and apparently objective in other words you will have learned to create by the power of the will and this is one of the greatest achievements gained by the advanced student of the occult phantoms apparitions thought forms etc are created in this way it is impossible at this time to enter more deeply into these questions higher exercises of this kind to be explained fully as they should be would require a further course of study and it is my intention to follow the present work with a second one which will contain more detailed advice as to the development of the higher psychical and spiritual faculties for the present i must leave the psychic student here at the end of his preparatory studies wishing him success in his efforts in the attainment of psychic power if the student will but follow the directions contained in the present work carefully and at the same time pay due attention to the advice contained therein he will be enabled to develop his psychic powers to a very great extent and will thereby be fitted to undertake still more advanced studies which will be taken up very fully in a subsequent work the end end of chapter forty one advanced studies recording by pamela Krantz. end of your psychic powers and how to develop them 